looks easy. Like it. Subscribe it. Review it. Are we in your top eight friends? Be sure to let us know by leaving a review and following us wherever you get your podcast. Our Instagram handle is at myy2kjournal or find us at myy2kjournal.com. And welcome to my Y2K journal, the show where I, Jackie Riley, a 34-year-old woman, read and analyze my journal from the year 2000 while reliving the era along the way. I am here with my co-host and co-producer, Jessica Ward. How are you, Jessica? I'm doing great, Jackie. Thanks for inviting me along on this wild adventure into the past. Oh, it's my pleasure. I was never going to do this alone. It's not possible. It's, it's already so wrong and, and so right. And I don't know, I, I don't know what this says about you or me that you were the person I thought of (laughs) to do this with, (laughs) but you were, but it's also just because you are a incredible, um, you have an incredible mind and you are a incredible person to work with. So that's why, but also too, I was like, oh, Jessica, I'd like Jessica to be a part of my crazy 12 year old journal adventure. Well, I do feel like as I met you a decade ago, I know I can timestamp that like, yes, you had it pretty together at 25 and almost all the way together at 34. So (laughs) the, the crazy feels very far in the past. I would say like going, I don't, I don't, I don't want to sound derogatory when I say crazy in the way of like crazy ex-girlfriend of like intense. You were intense. Oh yeah. You were so intense in this journal and we will get into it. Um, which is not the thing I think of when I think of easy breezy Jackie who goes with the flow and is just like kind of down for an adventure. No, I was a very different child than I am an adult. I got all my seriousness out as a child, which is kind of great. I mean, it was terrible, but now I'm like, oh, I did it. So I just kind of just can relax now, which is great. But yeah, definitely a different person when I was 12, definitely a different person then. And that's what this is about. So in the year 2000, I was, that was 22 years ago. I wrote a journal. I was 12 years old. I started the journal six weeks after I had a spinal fusion surgery for scoliosis, um, which for anybody who doesn't know is a incredibly intense operation to have at any time in your life. And I was, you know, a little itty bitty tween and dealing with that, which a lot of people who have those surgeries, as far as I know, are pretty young. Um, I don't really know many people who've had it, but it is like a time that you have it, but it's really kind of the worst. Like I had a back brace for fifth and sixth grade 
And then I had surgery. (laughs) So coming out of that, my mental state was not super great, but I wrote this journal and I remembered feeling really strongly about it. Like this is important. And I had to write everything down (laughs) about my life. And I wanted to reread it for many years, but because it was right after my surgery and all that, I just didn't like feel comfortable. I was scared to read it and I've carried it with me. I've Jessica knows I've moved so many times and this journal has come with me everywhere. I didn't even like leave it at my parents' house. Like it has come with me. It has stayed with me. And I finally, through the help of like getting on SSRIs and feeling better was like, let's open up the journal and Jessica, you've had a chance to take a look at some of the journal. What, what has, what did you think? It's so intense. It's funny. Like it, it, it's hilarious in its seriousness. And it, it is especially so funny, you know, 22 years later of, of not knowing you then not knowing this girl who lived in New Jersey, but still seeing the, the, the seeds that are you as an adult in there, but also seeing like seeds of almost every intense young woman in there and that we were all intense about other things. Um, And there are many things that you will bring up that I will bring up my counterpoint to of like, oh, this was my uh, VHS that I rented from the off-brand blockbuster probably 12 times in a row before my mom said, we have to pick another movie. (laughs) Um, So I have one of those. It's not yours, but I have one of those as well. And it's funny with time, you know, if comedy is tragedy plus time, is with the time away from it, it is funny. But also looking at it, I just, I, my heart breaks for this girl and I want to be her friend, even though I know I'm her friend now, but I, I also think about like all the things she has yet to experience that are coming, the good and the bad and like the good's going to be good. And I think, I think that's something that's really important to remember, like as we're reading and going through is like. You turn out fine, kid. Like you made it. You're here. You're still kicking. Yeah, that's, I think. And I think one of the things that's kind of on the more messed up side of the journal is it's only funny because I did turn out okay. Yes. That's the thing is like, I, and I read this and I don't know how I turned out okay. Like, I don't. That's. It's shocking to me. I, a lot of the things in the journal are things that I, I remembered about my life and that I had these like experiences and these intense feelings about myself and this insane perfectionism. But I did not know that by the time I was 12, it was solidified. It wasn't blooming. It was solidified, which means that that all started when I was like eight, nine, 10 years old. I always thought that started more when I was 13, 14. And so I was just so shocked to realize that. And so I guess this would be a good time to kind of give like a general warning. So we'll put warnings at the beginnings of episodes, but 
a lot of them are going to be super lighthearted, super fun. We're going to be doing journal entry episodes and then just like pop culture episodes, just talking about different things in the culture from the early 2000s. So if the journals are kind of not your thing, if they're a little too intense for you, maybe check out the pop culture episodes. They are going to, a lot of those will be a little more lighthearted. Um, but there will be, especially on the journal episodes, along with other episodes, discussions around eating disorders. And I also was incredibly compulsive and obsessive and also exhibited a lot of like narcissistic behaviors, which I mean, in defense of my younger self, I think a lot at most 12 year old girl journals are probably pretty narcissistic. But at the same time, it's like, if that's not something you want to listen to, I want to warn you about it. I don't want you to listen to something that's not going to make you feel good. So if any of that isn't of interest to you, just, you know, keep an eye on the warnings at the beginnings of episodes. And we'll be sure to be sensitive to that and make sure that we let you know what's going on in the episode in regards to things that might be a little uncomfortable beforehand. That is that. So Jackie, you mentioned we're going to do journal episodes and pop culture episodes. Who will be joining us? Is it just me and you? Oh, that's a good question. Who will be joining us? Well, um, yeah, we're going to have a multitude of guests. We're booking them currently. And so we are looking forward to that. And depending on the episode, it may be an expert or somebody in the field, or it may just be somebody else who lived through the era and is sharing memories about that time. So depending on what it is. And if anybody's listening and thinks they could be a good guest um, or has anything to contribute, um, that would be fantastic. We'll be sure to include some contact information in the show notes for you. So even if it's just like, oh, I have this fun story from when I was younger, send it to us um, or, you know, give us a call. We could do like a five minute segment on it. It'd be really fun. And there's a lot of things about the early 2000s that were problematic, but there's a lot that's really fun and special. And it's going to be really cool to relive all of that and those really special, fun moments of pop culture history that are, you know, I still get excited about. And for Jessica, so we were talking about this. So Jessica's take is a little bit different because she actually wasn't exposed in the same way that I was to a lot of this pop culture. So do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So I think as as we will find out through Jackie's journal, Jackie is 12 and living in New Jersey and just so close to New York City and all of the cool, fun things that come with that. And I grew up in a house that didn't have a television (laughs) until I was about this time, until I was in seventh grade, we didn't have a television. Um, There was a TV that had a VCR. Um, It didn't hook up to anything though. It hooked up to power and nothing else. Like there was not even bunny ears, like no basic cable, nothing. Um, And so I was exposed, like I read a lot of books. I read a lot of babysitters club. Um, I read a lot of boxcar children. I watched the entire oeuvre of Rogers and Hammerstein VHS tapes with my grandparents. Um, and then in, uh, I'm trying to do math. This time I found, uh, like my pop culture obsession of this time would have been Harry Potter um, and going all the midnight book releases and um, trying to remember that fondly and not uh, 
get mad at what she's spending her money on um, in her fight to um, diminish other people's human rights. But uh, there's so much that I, from this time period, I'm thinking of in like an academic perspective of what did it do to this generation of girls? There's a very, I'm thinking of specifically the Vanity Fair article of Young Hollywood, where it was like, the cover was like Amanda Bynes and Mandy Moore and um, Hilary Duff and Alexis Bledel, maybe Raven Simone. It was very white and it was very thin and it was very Photoshopped. And how our memories and how the culture around us affects us forever and how we all have this similar language even if we didn't truly experience it like I never had a Tamagotchi everyone else did I didn't it's fine I know what they are though because I always wanted to play with the like the other person's Tamagotchi but things that have been lost to time for sure well you didn't miss anything with Tamagotchis they just died when you were in school and it was a bummer that is what I'm so interested in too. And the journal is like a baseline. It's not the show. It's it's just something to work off of because it is a perspective from the time. And that's another thing I'm really looking forward to is gaining different perspectives of the time from different people who lived in different places and um, and just grew up differently than I did as well, because what do we all still carry with us? You know, it's like, I, I mean, low rise jeans are making a comeback and they can't make a comeback. They never, they're never allowed ever again. And I will, I mean, I will stand outside of stores. (laughs) I don't, what do I have to do to, to like, is this my activism? I don't know. It's just, I need to not, (laughs) this can't happen again because it made a a generation of girls think that they, that they didn't fit into clothes when really clothes just weren't made to fit. So it was not us. It was the fact that the clothes were not made for people who eat food. So it's, Things like that, that are just what, what does that do to us today? How did that affect us through our lives? And so, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be really fun to explore all the things. Yes. And I would say um, both Jackie and I are looking through all of our like old stuff. And, you know, if you're going home for the holidays, if you're parental figures are people who like keep all your old stuff. If you're listening, please look for like old postcards. You sent grandma from camp or journals or school notebooks or anything else you might have still from that time that um, I found a postcard I wrote when I was eight years old. And I sound like a psychopath because I don't know how to write real sentences yet. Um, And so (laughs) I might share it later. It, it's, 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 it's not, I don't look great in it. Um, oh, you're it's, it's, it's getting shared. <laughs> it's getting shared. Um, but it is, it's of that time of, in a way it feels crazy to say this is pre-internet because it's not, the internet existed, 
but it's just on the edge of internet fandom and culture in a way where you actually felt connected to other people through the internet. Like it's, this is a time where it still felt isolating and like you wrote things in your journal. These aren't Facebook posts. Like you wrote these in your journal with a Thank pen and paper. Goodness. Because because I, this, if, if this is like, if there's one thing I could do with this show is just explain why like children should not have social media accounts because if I had had access to one, <laughs> like I, I don't even, I don't even know. Like I, I am making the choice to share this at a time in my life where I am healthy and, you know, understand that what about this is like positive and what about this is negative and in a hopefully constructive way that's meant to allow us to all have a fun, cathartic experience and to open up the conversation for other people to share. But if I had been sharing this stuff live via the internet as I was going, I, I, I don't even, I, I can't, I can't even imagine. It's, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I would have, but I would have shared some of it and it would not have been good. Yeah. You're going to be able to find us on Instagram. You're in the future going to be able to find us on TikTok, but thinking of like, I, I recently saw a TikTok where everyone's like, TikTok is just 2014 Tumblr. And I went, Ooh, that's not great. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was there for that. I saw that happen. Not great. We should take a step back and think. What if I'd had a Tumblr? Like, what if just, I mean, this is so, I mean, I was on like AIM. Like, so I was talking to people, just like my friends, thankfully. Ooh, a question now. What is like the most emo lyric you put as your AIM away message? Um, But I remember, I don't remember what that song was. Was it like Nickelback or something? That, <laughs> that, hang on. Say, that, I tried so hard and got so far, but in the end, it doesn't even matter. It's um, not Nickelback. It feels like Nickelback. I don't know we'll who fact it was. Check that. We'll fact check it. But whoever that was, like, I identified with that lyric <laughs> so much. And that's... In the end by Linkin Park. Oh, Linkin Park. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know these things from the year 2000. Look at that. Yeah. I really identify with that lyric. I don't think it was on my aim away message, but that was a big one for me. So that's where my mental state was in the, in the year 2000 when this journal was being written. So buckle up everyone. Cause it's, it's a, it's a ride, but also too, like, there's a lot, I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but I mean, I was in love. I was in love. I was in love. I think we can talk about the boy in this second because we're going to talk about him next week. He All appears right. the very Tre- first. Trevor. <laughs> Trevor. Trevor. Trevor Morgan. So Trevor Morgan, uh, some people may know who he is. You may, you would probably recognize him actually if you saw him. He was in quite a few movies. And he was on a Disney Channel original movie. He was in The Patriot with Mel Gibson. He was in Jurassic Park 3. 
And he was an actor and he was my age. Like he's still my age, probably give or take a year or two. And I was just obsessed with him. And I, he was my absolute, he was my heartthrob crush. I've always been that person who it's like when everybody else is like, like, okay, I, Jessica, you're not going to understand this, but other people will. The Backstreet Boy I chose was Howie. Nobody chooses Howie, but I chose Howie. And it's because Howie had a great voice. And like, I thought Trevor was really talented. So I chose Trevor. Like, I would actually look at the person as a whole. (laughs) And like, recently somebody asked me my like current celebrity crush and I panicked and I said, Andy Samberg. (laughs) That's a good and one. Like, what? And you're like, no, that's a good one. That's like, a great one. He respects his wife. He's a wonderful father. He's down for a cause and a social movement. Like, I think Andy Samberg might have always been on the right side of history in a way. And yes. I was like, what do you mean? And somebody's like, oh my goodness. I'm like, what do you mean? Oh my goodness. Like, just because he's not currently on TV does not mean he's not a worthy celebrity crush. Yeah, he's a great also, Andy Samberg, come on the podcast. Exactly. Come join us. Let's talk about it. But yeah, so Trevor, Trevor is heavily, heavily featured in my journal, along with some other people, but especially him. And so we'll be talking about him a lot. We'll do an episode on him just so people can kind of get a breakdown because I am he he, like I said, it would be really surprising if you had never seen a movie that he was in because he was in a lot of big movies. Um, he just had roles that um, he usually wasn't the main character. So it's like he was in The Sixth Sense. Like he was, and most people have seen that. And so- I still have not seen that, FYI. Well, we're going to watch it because no, isn't it not. on my, isn't it on like one of my lists? I got a lot of lists. I'm still a scaredy cat. I may not be able to watch it. Oh, all right. Well- find some I'll watch it I don't know it's been years but yeah either way Trevor it's gonna be a thing you know thank you so much for listening if you've made it this far we'd encourage you to subscribe because starting next week we will be doing our first episode of a journal entry from July 26th 2000 and so you won't want to miss that and that's the show this week and we look forward to seeing you next week all right guys my y2k journal is produced by my incredible friend jackie riley and my amazingly smart and talented friend jessica ward thanks so much guys bye This is the era that will 
forever shape me. I'm gonna put butterfly clips in my hair. I'm gonna wear flares. Shop at the limited. Get my ears pierced and clears. Brittany, Backstreet, Mary Kate, Ashley, Trevor Morgan. It's my what you My what you Goodbye.